Where are you cowboys and cowgirls at? Hey everybody, this is Dan Hillenbrand and welcome to Modern Cowboy, the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world. I'm glad you're here, so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired, motivated, educated, and entertained as I interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy. Hey, I'd like to thank one of our sponsors for today's show, Dusty Diamond Leather. Crystal over at Dusty Diamond Leather makes amazing handmade, one-of-a-kind custom leather and beaded goods. Her products are basically works of art, and I know this firsthand because I just received two beautiful belts from her. I can literally say that they're the nicest belts I've, I've ever owned. You can learn more about Crystal's story and her business if you go back and listen to episode 26 of the Modern Cowboy podcast. And then, hey, head over to Dusty Diamond Leather on Instagram or Facebook and let her know that you heard about her on the Modern Cowboy podcast. Comment on one of her posts, screenshot it, and then DM it to us at the Modern Cowboy podcast on either Facebook or Instagram. Send an address that you would like us to mail one of our new Modern Cowboy stickers to, and we will ship you a sticker. So again, hey, check out Dusty Diamond Leather Instagram and Facebook, you won't be disappointed. And again, I'd like to thank all of our listeners for your support. I I appreciate it more than you know. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, I've got a super interesting guest on the podcast today. As a lot of you know, I actually live in Wickenburg, Arizona now. Wickenburg is an amazing, amazing town. It's, uh, It's known as the team roping capital of the world during the Winter months, it's super, super busy, and during the summer months, it slows down quite a bit, but uh, my wife and I have been living up here since May of last year, and uh, we absolutely love it. We've got to know a lot of people in the town and uh, immersed ourselves in the community as as much as we can uh, in the short amount of time we've been here. We deal with the Wickenburg Chamber of Commerce, and we've we've just been... uh, blessed to 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 meet julie brooks julie brooks is the executive director of the wickerberg chamber of commerce and she's been there 31 years uh, the thing that strikes me about wickerberg that's so amazing is just the diversity of people that are up here and the history here like i said i've only been here since last may but uh, i've just i've learned so much and i know there's just so much more to learn and so much to see and experience still but anyway so we're gonna julie's like i said been with the wickenburg chamber for over 31 years so we're gonna let her tell us all about uh, wickenburg and just all the great things that you can experience when you come here and um 
about the history. So, Julie, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Well, thank you, Dan. Thanks for inviting me. Um, as you know, and you said, you know, in your opening, Wickenburg is a gem, and it's a Western authentic um, community that takes pride in our heritage, um, founded in 1863. But prior to that, there were um, miners and ranchers and a lot of Hispanic uh, ranchers that came and fell in love with what we have today as well and seeing the beautiful mountains that surround us, the Hacienda Valley, the um, the clear skies and the stars. And um, so I'm proud to say my family, the Macias family, came here in 1857. I grew up here. I'm very privileged to grow up here um, and then, you know, left and found my career um, in chamber management and was called home to take this position, as you said, 31 years ago in April. So my husband and I and, and our, our now grown son uh, arrived in uh, 1988, um, spring of 88, and we just were so thrilled to be back in the community that um, called us. And so this Chamber of Commerce is one of the oldest in the state of Arizona, 89 years old, and has always had um, a variety of different um, I would say, um, duties to the community. One, of course, was the membership based on local businesses that um, need tools to have success in their business. And the other piece was running a visitor center as in Destination Wickenburg. And then the final piece is the heritage events that are produced by this organization. Um, we are getting ready for our 72nd annual Gold Rush Days uh, and rodeo celebration. This year it's February 14th through the 16th. But our organization sponsors this wonderful heritage event that has brought people back home to experience it and new visitors and residents of Arizona to Wickenburg to experience it. So you don't find a lot of, of chambers of commerce that do all those things we do here in Wickenburg. And that's made a difference in, I think, in our lives our children's lives, and um, and really to relish the fact that we still take pride in our western our western community. Yeah, that's the the one thing that that uh, you know I love about Wickenburg is is it it really is the western culture and team roping and you know cowboys and cowgirls is it's the core of of this town and and um, I love that about it. Uh, it's 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 like. Um, you think about little towns. I grew up in a little town, California, and you think, you know, things come in and change it, or people move from different areas, and, you know, people worry about things being changed. And something about Wickenburg that just strikes me is you, you, it'd be hard to come into Wickenburg and, and change or influence this town based on the culture that's here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you know what we find, and, and even, you know, when when the dude ranches, um, and you know, let's talk about dude ranches yeah. for a minute. You know, we had ranching here, as I mentioned early on, Keller right. ranching, and um, some of the old um, old guest ranches uh, decided, well, you know what, we can't always make a living for our growing families just with having cows. Right. So let's figure out how we can bring in those that want to experience the West from the East. 
So they met with the chamber and they put together, and at the time we were called the Roundup Club. Mm-hmm. And that's we're still incorporated today as the Roundup Club, DBA, Wickenburg Chamber of Commerce. So they sat around and, and said, you know, we have people that love to just come to the ranch and enjoy what we do, whether we're branding or gathering or just sitting around, you know, the, the campfire. Right. So that's how it started. And they put together um, some money and and had an ad back in um, the East Coast. So New York and Illinois and Ohio, all that area, they were um, touting what Arizona had, and particularly Wickenburg. Right. And so you had uh, Lorraine, uh, Lomaine um, Loudermilk, Romaine Loudermilk, mm-hmm. um, and his mother that started KL Bar Ranch, and that was in 1926. And so with that, you had a beginning of the guest ranch culture. And at one time, there were 13 guest ranches. So in 1931, this, you know, this wonderful community that's, that had a business organization but not incorporated decided to incorporate. And so the Wickenburg Chamber of Commerce began in 1931. But prior to that, they were working with the local merchants and the guest ranches to create a destination. Mm -hmm. And so we've always said Wickenburg's been a destination since 1863. But the guest ranches really brought um, people to our community that wanted to experience the West. And today we have three guest ranches that are still remaining. Yeah, and they're and they're they're absolutely amazing places. Today's episode is sponsored by Modern Cowboy Performance Nutrition, the brand built on grit, determination, and perseverance. Modern Cowboy products are designed to increase stamina and strength, build lean muscle mass, and promote healing and pain relief. For more information and to order products, visit our website, moderncowboy.global, and use our podcast listener special code MODERNCOWBOY15 at checkout for 15% off all of our products and apparel. I've been to, to all three of them. I haven't stayed at any, uh, at all of them, but I've, I've been to them and I've ridden on, uh, on Rancho de los Caballeros one. I'm good friends with uh, Tony over there, the head wrangler. And uh, just, there's so much history right there in and of itself and the diversity of people that are there. I mean, I know that when, first time we went out there, they told us that, uh, uh, oh, Vice President Dan Quayle had had a house there for a while, and just uh, you know, just there's yes, a lot his of parents. His parents lived there. Oh, really? And okay. yes, his parents lived there at Rancho de los Caballeros. And then when um, when Vice President wanted to come west, they called this the Western White House for the Vice President, and and so they ended up building another uh, place nearby because you had to take care of the vice president and his entourage, but also the secret service. And what was really um, remarkable is when uh, Dan Quayle and his entourage came through, they were black, you know, like kind of like black suburbans coming in. And, um, and then by, you know, the next day you were seeing secret service in Ben's salary, buying boots or, you know, hats or, and it was in, and they just fell in love with Wickenburg right away. So um, the four years that Dan was vice president, they came out at least twice a year. And, um, and yes, uh, Rancho de los Caballeros was, was the headquarters for the vice president. 
That's great. You know, and then another person that, that I haven't, I haven't seen him here, but I know he was here this, this past year uh, that I guess grew up here is uh, Val Kilmer, uh, who played one of the greatest uh, character actor parts of all time when he played Doc Holliday. So um, have, did yeah. you ever meet him when he was here? Or? Yes, Val, Val didn't go to school here. His brother Mark did, but uh -huh. his parents owned KL Bar Ranch. And so oh, KL Bar, yes, they own KL Bar Ranch and they bought it from another couple and, and, uh, and then they sold it to, you know, they sold it to a, a different um, family years later. Uh -huh. But Val has always had a soft spot for um, Wickenburg. Mm -hmm. um, and would come, you know, two or three times a year, depending on where the movies took him, that he was able to come back. But sadly, his mother passed away a year ago, so I'm not sure what we'll what we'll see um, mm -hmm. if he'll 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 come back or or uh, or stay in New Mexico or California uh, yeah, or wherever he's in production. Yeah, I know. Um, I was talking to uh, some folks that were in, and and uh, they were down, I think, uh, at the Mecca. And he mm -hmm. was in there one night and uh, they were talking about it and, you know, they met him and everything. And I would have loved to met him when he was, was here. Uh, you know, I just, that, uh, well, I, all the movies he was in from Top Gun to yeah. know, Tombstone, all of them, just a great, great actor. But now, so we got the three dude ranches still here. Um, and you talked a little bit about mining. How, there's uh, a long history of mining here as well. Correct. Right? Yes. Um, you know, gold was, was attracting everyone from east to west coast mm -hmm. and of course the gold striking california and and then um about 1860s or so you know people the miners started um heading in this direction in la paz uh, area and what we know is quartzite today and um the colorado river you know and the colorado river had enough water in it that you had steamboats on the on the river so people were coming from California and also from um, cl older uh, climates and Henry Wickenburg was part of uh, a group that um, was headed this way headed south um, from where we now know as Prescott even though Prescott is not as old as Wickenburg right. so you know the attraction um, was let's find gold Right. And in 1863, he found gold, and he named his mine Vulture Mine. And so you have Vulture Mine today, um, and at the time, there was a, a Vulture City, which had, you know, schools. They had a school, and they had, um, you know, they had boarding. They had um, a Wells Fargo. They had, they had a, a variety of different things that you would have in a frontier town. Right. But the gold didn't last that long, and Henry was um, given, he sold it, but he didn't get all of his money. So over the years, you had mining continue and then stop and then continue, and where we are today, um, Vulture City is owned by a um, very nice man from Canada, Rod Pratt, and his uh, fiance Robin Morty. And then you have a different um, owner from the United Kingdom that actually owns the Vulture Mine. And with that, we, we see our heritage continue mm -hmm. and the uh, wonderful uh, restoration of Vulture City where people can go through it, both residents and, and visitors, and really see what the yesteryear looked like, mm -hmm. the authenticity of that piece. 
Um, and right now you cannot go to the mine itself because they are still processing. But mining around Wickenburg probably produced seven to 10 different mining um, claims that produced employment for the residents. Right. So you had the ranching and the mining that were really the economic engines of early Wickenburg. Right. So now Vulture City is where's that at? Is it by Vulture's Peak or it's it's just beyond Vulture Peak. Okay. And just on Vulture Mine Road and it's about seventeen miles from Wickenburg, headed south on Vulture Mine Road. And um there's signage, so you'll be able to see it. There's a okay. big ranch entrance, so you'll be able to go. It is a wonderful um, opportunity for people to walk the paths of uh -huh. those early pioneers and be able to see the assayers building and the Wells Fargo station and you know everything that helped make that city turn um, is still luckily is still preserved. I, I wouldn't have said that six or seven years ago because I oh, really, really thought we were going to lose it, um, including the old ironwood tree that um, is in front of Henry Wickenburg's original adobe house. So today you have a loving couple that have determined that this is history that they wanted to preserve, and they have. They've invested quite a bit into um, preservation of buildings, and they're not done yet. So you can actually go out there. Is it? Is do you have to pay to get in? Is it? Yes, you do. You, you do? have okay. to pay to get in. Uh huh. And then you um, you get an opportunity to either walk it yourself, or or there are self guided uh, tours on Saturdays. Oh, great! I, I did not know that. We're going to definitely have to make it out there. And check oh, it's that out. wonderful, Dan. Yeah, right. you you would enjoy it. Yeah, very very cool. So and, and and they're still mining around the area today too. Yes, Baghdad is uh, uh, Freeport Back Moran mining. Uh -huh. um, they're a large employer, so that's about ninety miles north of us. But they have workers that are from Wickenburg. Right. So you still have that mining piece to it. There's some other mining um, going on in, you know, between here and Prescott, uh -huh. um, and of course Vulture uh, mine here. Um, and then all, really our state has has mining in the southeast and southern part of of the state. Right. Yeah. So it, it, with everything that town has to offer, and, and I mean, it, and it is a small town, the one thing that my wife and I, Stephanie, we just really loved this year was uh, 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 Christmas time. And it's just, <laughs> it's like a, 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 it's a Hallmark town, basically, you know. Thank um, you. And, uh, uh, you know, we just... It was just, uh, you get such a great, great feeling. And I mean, I know, you know, I'm here, met a lot of people. And when we were out there that night, there was just so many people that I've met. And, and you really have that uh, just amazing small town feeling. And the town just, uh, everybody just seems to work together. And, and, you know, it's got that common goal of uh, making Wickenburg better and keeping it, uh, uh, preserving its, its history and heritage. Well, we do. We, and the town of Wickenburg and the Wickenburg Chamber of Commerce work well together. Mm -hmm. um, we know that if we don't have some type of protection of our historic district, right. we lose the heart of our community. Right. And so um, going back to heritage events, um, years ago, it was determined that <clears throat> the chamber would um, be the responsible party for the heritage event. So right. um 
your mentioning of Christmas, um, we came up with Cowboy Christmas Poetry Gathering, always mm -hmm. the first weekend in in uh, December, and yep. we just celebrated our 31st year. Next year, we're going to have Wadi Mitchell and Jean Prescott and Yvonne Hollenbeck, mm -hmm. and then we just celebrated our 25th annual Christmas Parade of Lights, which has over 40 um, entries that are illuminated with lights from uh, beautiful wagons to marching bands. It's just, it's gorgeous. And then we make sure the town um, has purchased year for over the last few years, more and more lights to light parks and in front of town hall. And we light the, um, our historic 1895 depot, which is our chamber offices and visitor center, mm -hmm. the locomotive and the caboose. Um, those are all, those are all, you know, part of the um, pieces that we want people to enjoy, feel happy, bring Christmas home from Wickenburg, shop, dine, eat, sleep, yeah. and come back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, it truly is just a, a, a great, destination place today i just want to acknowledge our sponsor who's making this show possible today it's kim class jewelry kim's been making fine silver and gold jewelry for the past 30 something years and just a wide variety of styles and price ranges but she's got a new piece that she introduced recently it's a inspirational design and it's super cool it's it's actually an arrow that makes a cross on this dog tie dog tag type pendant uh, but that cross is also, and that arrow also runs the barrel pattern, which is the pattern that barrel racers run when they're in the arena. So it's a super cool, a super cool piece of jewelry. And on the back of it, it's inscribed, don't look back. So it's it's not only beautiful, but it's inspirational. Uh, you can check out Kim Class Jewelry on uh, Instagram and Facebook at Kim Class Jewelry. And class is spelled with a K, so that's Kim Class, K-L-A-S-S. Uh, she also has a website, kimclass.com. So check that out. Maybe just hit her up on uh, social media and let her know what you think for products. So many people from, from all over. Uh, let's talk about the, the, the team roping and the impact it has okay. on, on Wickenburg. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just, uh, I mean, it's, it's a team roper's paradise. Um, yeah. And, and how, how long, how long has, has it been like that up here? Well, you know, I, w I use it that um, team roping um, found Wickenburg before, you know, cool was applied to team roping because team, right. Roping, right. team roping has never been a spectator sport unless right. you, unless it was in a rodeo. <laughs> and and so we ha we've always had roping here, even in the, you know, early, late 1800s, 1900s. It just right. wasn't called team roping. Right. So what change this is um we have a wickham we had a wickenburg roping club that um started at a early arena and then um the town of wickenburg built 50 years ago the everett bowman rodeo arena and and so ropings were held here throughout the year on weeks weekends mm -hmm. um as well as the gold rush rodeo then it changed when um, the Wickenburg Guest Ranch and Guest and Tennis Ranch added an arena to their guest ranch. And that was probably in the 80s, early 80s, um, early to late 80s. Mm -hmm. And a um, wonderful man that I don't know if you met, Beaver Bird, 
Um, but he worked at the ranch. He came from, um, I believe it was Montana. Mm -hmm. He um, roped, a wonderful Indian roper. I think one of his nephews, Dustin, is uh, in the NFR a couple of times over the years. He started putting together team ropings that brought people to Wickenburg mm -hmm. to compete and had some good money with it. Right. And for ten, so he started at at that ranch and then it grew too big for it and the ranch was changing. He leased some land, <clears throat> excuse me, and put in um, an arena off of Rincon Road. And I think that lasted, if I'm not mistaken, five to eight years, maybe maybe a little bit longer. And um, and it attracted a lot of people to Wickenburg right. to rope. So one of those people that came to rope in Wickenburg was Ty Yost. And Yost Events was already doing, you know, major team roping competitions in other states. Right. Well, what he's told me is that he fell in love with what was being done. He could see that he could see what what could happen. Right. And uh, and I think that when Ty met Ty Grantham and Bob Crosswaite, they put together what we now know as Rancho Real Equestrian right. Center in seven years. Team roping has become a, a economic engine for Wickenburg basically from October through March. And over the last four years, um, we've had additional arenas that have either been purchased or producers come in and lease them from owners such as Simpson Ranch. And Simpson Ranch has been here from the early, early 1920s, 30s. Right with Larry Sage and Sharon running their ropings. But over the last several years, they have Roper Nation come in and, and other producers that you can rope, you know, two or three times a, a week there. You can do the right. same thing at Rancho Rio. We now have BJ Campbell and Robertson's ropings at the Everett Bowman, you know, rodeo grounds. Yep. Um, Ty uh, has uh, purchased the four paw property um, you know, basically 15 miles west of here. So that's West Wickenburg Arena where you can, I think there's at least one day, maybe two that you can rope. Right. Um, the Fullers have Downtown Arena, which um, I think they put that in maybe three years ago, four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and then you have Western Trails, you have Hoofs and uh, Horns and Hoofs. Yeah. I mean, it's just like... <laughs> At times, you're wondering, you know, how can they do that? How can right. how can you rope seven days a week? But they can. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people, you know, of course, team roping is, you know, if you've been if been a contestant, is it's not a spectator sport, and you no. you go and rope, and you either win or you lose, and you're either gone <laughs> down the road to do something else. Right. Well, what has changed here is you may have a third of them that decide they're going to actually stay here. And it may be for 30 days. It may be for the three or four months. And, right. and then they'll come back the year later and they really like it again. And they end up buying property or a house or uh -huh. a, a mini ranch. And that's been the difference um, for Wickenburg over the, really over the last three or four years. And, and, um, and we'll see, you know, there's, I, I think there's other plans for, 
you know, expansion at Rancho Rio and mm-hmm. potentially, you know, what Ty has purchased, you know, west of us at Four Paw. Um, but it has made a difference economically for many businesses, not just, you know, not just gas stations and not just, you know, Westernware stores. Right. And hay and feed and all of that that go along with it, but it's veterinarians, it's dry cleaning, it's yep. laundry, it's Circle K, it's yep. restaurants, it's you know, it's Elks Club and American Legion and you know all of that that have brought um, a, a sustainable amount of money during those months, which yeah. then carry merchants over the you know the shoulder months from from june july august that you don't have the influx of of visitors whether they're participants or competing in in anything that slow business down so that's been the difference yeah and you know it's it's funny because uh, wickenburg is in in the team roping world is is known worldwide really i i remember i i did an interview with a guy that started the European World Series to um, team roping deal over in Italy. And mm-hmm. I saw a post one time that uh, a guy that's over there in Italy, he posted something about his goal was to come over and take over Wickenburg in terms of like just, you know, team roping, come into Rancho Rio and win a bunch of stuff and whatever. So, I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 it, as far as Europe, people are wanting to come here. So uh, I, I find that quite, uh, quite interesting and great. So. You know, Wickenburg has always been a place where, you know, whether you were, um, you know, one of the champs from National Finals Rodeo and and participated there and had to come through Wickenburg and then, you know, decided to uh, maybe enter the Gold Rush Parade, uh, excuse me, the Gold Rush Rodeo. So right. we've always had like the Camarillos and, and Jake Barnes and, and yeah. Clay, Clay O'Brien and Cooper and others that have come through here for many, many, many years and, um, and now aren't competing like they were. Um, some are, some aren't, some mm-hmm. are in the national senior pro rodeo association. Right. And that's why the chamber, um, switched to from an open rodeo to, um, uh, the, the national senior pro 33 years ago, right. we saw the difference that people would come and come and spend seven to 10 days here. And with that, you spend money. Right. And so that was the change that the chamber saw, and uh, and we have kept that relationship um, as as today. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's truly is uh, just. It's amazing when I look at the Arizona jackpot and you flip it over on the back because that's where all the the team ropings mm-hmm. are, are listed. And I mean, it's just there's eight, ten, twelve ropings a day, every day. You know. Uh, not, I mean, Wickenburg and in, in this area here, and then just down in the surrounding areas as well. Um, it's just uh, phenomenal, phenomenal growth uh, in the team roping, you know, industry. But there, but also, uh, um, there's a lot of other things to do up here just besides team roping. Even even oh, though it's yeah. a huge, huge part of it. Uh, the yeah. um, ATV off road stuff is is huge up here. Um, hiking. Uh, I mean, tell us just a little bit about you know some of the things. Uh, I, well, I, I I haven't been up the. Uh, Oh, what do they call it? The um, so many people are talking about riding their horses up the uh, Vox Canyon. Yeah, I, I haven't yeah. been there yet, and and so just tell the listeners a little bit about that. Well, outdoor activities have you know that just you you come into town and you just 
see the surrounding mountains, the beauty mm-hmm. of the area. And so you know um, that you can hike. You can really hike in, in a variety of different um, spots, including the Hacienda River Preserve, Vulture Peak, mm-hmm. Box Canyon. You can Jeep. You can ATV. Um, I mean, there's just a wealth of areas to explore. Yeah. Um, and with that, you know, brings people that want to experience that outdoor um, living. So there's opportunities through the Desert Caballeros Western Museum. They have tours that will go by Jeep or by four wheel out into the desert where you would um, see maybe an old mining camp or you would experience the life of dudes at one of the dude ranches. So there's educational opportunities as well as outdoor opportunities. Right. And um, Wickenburg has been blessed in the fact that some of these winter visitors over generations have really adopted our community. Mm-hmm. So they volunteer. They volunteer at the hospital. They volunteer here. They volunteer at the museum. And when the Webb Center Performing Arts was built 17 years ago, People raised their hands not only to volunteer for a, a concert, but to put money into institutions like the Web Center and the museum that, you know, we just had no idea how much they really love this community until then. And so we have both the Desert Caballeros Western Museum at 50 years and the Delhi Web Center for the Performing Arts that bring a wonderful amount of programs, art exhibition, concerts, um, performances by big name entertainers that you really would not see in most rural communities. Mm -hmm. And all of that together works with what we've just talked about, our Mm -hmm. heritage, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, basically the new West with what we're seeing with team roping. Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, you mentioned the, the Dell Web Center out there. That w- was that uh, put together by uh, by donations as well, or yes, it was. It's a nonprofit organization, okay. uh, Wickenburg Performing Arts organization, that saw the the, the real you know need for right. a performance um, a center, and so they raised money. And uh, there was some matching money f- to have the naming rights for Dell Webb. Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, uh, you have donors and patrons that um, hold membership, but also have um, wonderful opportunity to give larger donations to bring right. the caliber of entertainment that's on that stage. Yeah. Yeah, and there is. A, again, that's something that we haven't got out to yet. I mean, I've been there, but I haven't been able to go see a show yet. So that's something that's uh, my wife and I definitely want to do because it, it's amazing. Like you said, the 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 talent that they have there uh, and the people, it just su- surprises you, you know. So um, we're really well, yeah, the, I mean, that. they just this uh, actually tomorrow, Saturday, they're going to have black violin that um it, lots of people on on national public radio have have heard mm-hmm. um and uh i think in early february they're going to have um a doo-wop project then they have uh the gatlin brothers for gold rush days and mm-hmm. hot club of Cowtowns coming again and i mean it's just amazing uh, what what is on that stage yeah um, and the same with the desert caballeros western museum 
They have a 50-year perspective on um, exhibit right now from Ed Mel. And Ed is a native Arizonan, and what he has created is just amazing amount of artwork that the landscape that he sees of our beautiful desert mm -hmm. um, in Arizona. I mean, you just walk in there, you're just in awe. So we are very fortunate that we have these institutions, that we have an organization like the Chamber of Commerce that continues the heritage events, that we have a town of Wickenburg that's very conscious of the fact that, you know, the Western lifestyle brought what we have today and the volunteer pieces that assist all of us um, because we cannot do everything that we do without our volunteers. And it may right. be the youth that help us. It may be, you know, we, we were talking to a couple this morning in the visitor center from California and they, they uh, decided they were going to um, uh, retire here and they did. Um, we hadn't seen them since last June. They walked in um, today. They have fell in love with Wickenburg, and they want to know more about Wickenburg. To volunteer, you you get to learn a lot of things that I've just explained to you and your listeners today. Of right. What is surrounding us and what makes this community hum and where we are after, you know, all these years um, is that we're a vital, vibrant Western community. Yeah. So now, if, for anybody that's listening, what's the best way to connect with uh, with the Wickenburg Chamber? Uh, you guys have a specific website or yes, they Facebook can page? they can go to visitwickenburg.com. That's our website, okay. or they can find us and follow us on Facebook, Wickenburg Chamber, or visit Wickenburg. Um, we as you know, if they they come to Wickenburg, we're in the historic 1895 Santa Fe Depot mm -hmm. on Frontier Street. Um, or they can just give us a call, 928-684-5479. Perfect. Perfect. Well, Julie, I'll tell you, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on and, and share some of the history about Wickenburg. It's, a, like I said, uh, beginning of the show, that uh, we just absolutely love this love this town and uh it's just got uh so much to offer i can't recommend it highly enough for you know to, for vacation for people too it's just a great place to come uh and experience western lifestyle and culture and plus much more well thanks dan and we're glad you found us yeah yeah ab absolutely and uh we're getting ready here we're getting ready for what we got the gold rush days coming up so that's coming up here uh this yes. next month yeah. yeah. Well, yes, it'll it just two weeks away, um, February 14th, 15th, and 16th. This is our 72nd year, and they can find all of the schedule of activities online. Perfect. All right, Julie. Well, thanks again. I'll let you get back to work, and then uh, we'll talk soon. Thanks, Dan. Take care. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, I want to thank all of our listeners and sponsors of the show. Without you, the show would not be possible. We so appreciate the reviews and ratings, which increases awareness in our effort to grow the fan base of the cowboy, rodeo, and Western lifestyle culture. If you are new to the show or have been a listener for a while and have just not had the opportunity to rate and review the podcast, it's really simple. Just trot your pony over to the iTunes Apple podcast, click on the show, scroll down to rate and review, and give us a five-spur rating. The podcast is available on Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as many other platforms where you listen to podcasts. Just type Modern Cowboy Podcast into the search bar to subscribe, listen, rate, and review. 
And if you're interested in being a sponsor of the show to showcase your business, DM us on Instagram at Modern Cowboy Podcast or message us on our website, www.moderncowboypodcast.com. Cowboys and cowgirls at. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer. Saddle up old rock and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road until it ends at the rope and pin. We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. $20,000 horses, then there's my own stick. Although we're all the same. The minute we ride in to the roping pen Well, I ain't no play speed But I give her hell, he never can tell Someday I just might be We'll turn a few steers and we'll tell a few lies Kick back in the saddle and philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You were always broke. Just ask Clint what he paid a rope. He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the roping pen And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack You can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the roping pen Turn another pin of steers, tell a few more lies. Drink another beer and hypothesize most of life's problems. By God, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. We'll see y'all again next weekend down at the roping pen. Down at the roping pen.